Good evening, Merav Rabbi We will, Bezer Hashem, conclude Perek Hay in Sharaknia in the Gates of Humility. And these seven steps which Chavis is recommending for us to be able to think about them, contemplate them, because just uh, knowing about them is not going to do anything. It's going to take thought, it takes, it takes uh, mental, mental energy. It takes consciousness of the mind to think about them, and we're thinking about them constantly. And on a regular basis, indeed, a person will be able to acquire humility much easier. Vahashvi, and the seventh one is, Wow, this, this couldn't be more appropriate for our day and age. Person, when he looks out, when he thinks things, when he sees things overturned in Yone how things just overturn for people, for the world, and people who are on top are now at the bottom. People who are totally healthy, all of a sudden they become very sick. Or how quick there's a switch, switching of kingdoms. One day, this kingdom was the most powerful, and then in an instant, it just crumbles down. I mean, we saw this in our lifetime. We saw this with the with the Iron Curtain, with the with Russia, the USSR, which just it was in, impenetrable. And one day, all of a sudden, just the fall of the Iron Curtain. It got its name, Iron Curtain, because people people couldn't get out. I mean, the, the, the millions of Yidden who were killed under Stalin, and before that, the Tsars, and it was it was uh, it seemed like it was impossible to get out. And then, lo and behold, one day, it just ended, and people were free to go, able to get out, and things happened like that. The, the, the powers that uh, countries and kings that had so much power, and all of a sudden it's just all lost, switched over to somebody else. Or people switching around from different places. If one place becomes destroyed, the other one becomes successful. And all of this just gives a person a little a, a, a bit of reflection. Like, what is this world all about? And who's who's making this happen? Who's controlling it? I'll tell you a beautiful idea. I remember when when the uh, when the Iron Curtain came down. What year was that? When when was that? In the uh, was it in the the, the late eighties, early nineties? Forget exactly. Nineteen eighty nine. Oh, thank you, thank you, from Gedalia. I knew he would know. The end of the eighties, Taka. I remember one of my rebames saying. He says, you know why it happened now? 1989. He says, because you know who passed away in 1986? 1986, right before Purim, that year, Hagoyin Ramesha Feinstein, passed away. When he went up to Shemayim, and two weeks before that, Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky died. But when he went up to Shemayim, where did Ramesha come from? He came from Luban in Russia. He was born in Russia. His father, Abdavid, was a rov in Russia. Then Ramesh became a rov in Russia. And he had a lot of troubles. He had a lot of troubles from the Russians, Ramesh, with, with Kashrus, with, with getting Dalad Minim, with uh, Mikveh, a lot of different difficulties. And he knew what the Yidden over there were going through. 
He Baruch Hashem made it out, and he, uh, he came in the uh, late forties, came to America. But when he came to Shemayim, my Rebbe said, then you could assume how much he begged by the Kisei to allow this power to become weak. And indeed that happened. Indeed that's what happened. His Tfilas with the other Gedalim who also went through such a harrowing time, that Tfilas made it happen. But we see that's just a, an explanation for why Hashem decided at that point. But to see clearly that we are so helpless, we're so not in control of things. We're the most powerful of empires. All of a sudden, just crash down. We saw more recently in the in the financial world, these great financial stable markets, stable companies, which we thought oh, they're going to go on for another hundred years, and overnight, just overnight, they just crumbled. They lost millions and millions of dollars. Were lost people's jobs. An unbelievable what happened. And then more recently, in the last eight months, from this whole coronavirus, COVID nineteen. Also, with a little tiny virus that nobody could see, nobody could detect. It's 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 uh, what what is it? It's a hundredth of a millimeter of the size of a, of a hair, and and that little thing. How much havoc could it wreak? How much could it overturn the world? Could it stop the world? I, I just read recently from Rabbi Yaakov Hillel. He's a, a famous Talmud Chacham, a kubel. The uh, Rosh Hashiva Yeshiva at Ahavat Shalom, a Svardi Yeshiva in Eretz Yisrael. He says, You know what Akadish Borchu has done with this coronavirus? He has reincarnated Eser Makos. If you think about it, what Akadish Borchu do in Mitzrayim? Mitzrayim was the most powerful country in, in that civilization. And they had everything. They weren't worried about anything. They had their source of of Parnosa, they had their source of irrigation from the Nile River. They didn't need anything. Like Pari said, says, I made the Yar. Of course, it's because he had a bracha from Yaakov Avinu this week's parasha, parasha that he could even think because the water went up to him. So he, he took that as if he was own, his own greatness. It was clear it wasn't him. He knew that. Yaakov Avinu gave him a bracha. But that's the way it is with people. It's the same thing that Akash gives us everything and we think it's it's all of a sudden it's ours. So Akash wanted to show them who's in control. So he took everything. He took their water source, turned it into blood. And took the took the the the, the water that was common, out came the the Tzvardeya, the frogs, and then the Kinim, and then the Orev, and the Dever, the Shin, one after the next, Akash turned over everything. Everything that they rely on, everything that was stable, everything that was secure, Kodesh overturned it in, in less than a year's time. Less than a year's time. It was about uh, 10 months' time from when Moshe was sent to Mitzrayim until the night of Pesach when we left. And that's what Kodesh do. So all of the finances and all of the the, the food services and all of the, the, the people and their livestock, nothing was secure anymore. Nothing was confident anymore. That's what Kodesh Baruch did. And he says, and that's what Kodesh Baruch is doing now also. He's, he's reincarnating Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. We wanted to show, I can manipulate everything. I can manipulate every aspect. Over there, he manipulated the, bringing wild those animals and bringing the pestilence, bringing the hail. Here it says, says, I can do it with one little virus. I can do it. And from there... 
places are closed down, industries are, are bankrupt, financial markets are, are stuck from, in so many different sectors. From what? From this, from this uh, coronavirus. Because Baruch was showing who is in control. So Chavis of Abbas is saying here, when we contemplate these things of how people's power and being on top is short-lived, short-lasted, and eventually everything goes to a person's demise. Eventually, like the like the sheep goes to slaughter. With that understanding, a person will have humility. He'll never be too haughty. He will never let his the the fact that he has uh, a fat bank account. The fact that he has so much, so many resources will never let him become haughty and think that he's in control and thinks that he's always secure. He will not let his heart put trust in that. The one who is happy, who's Ashrei, who's happy? The one who has Hashem as his security. He doesn't turn towards Rahavim who are people with conceit, people who have gaiva, v'sate chazav, or false, false prophets, false people who have nothing to offer. If a person, you don't even have to think of all seven. If you just review this over, this list of seven, and even one of them, even one out of the seven, one out of the seven, think the people cursing comes from Atipa Srucha. person is going to end up in the grave. A person is going to stand judgment before Hashem. A person, see what happens, a person gets sick. A person is powerless then. Just by thinking, think of how the, the greatness, the vastness of the universe of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's omnipotence. Only one out of the seven, if we would even think about this, even once a day, it would do wonders for us. He says, If you only be, be empty at least from one of them, from one of these seven, it's amazing. I would never have even thought such a thing. One out of the seven, all of a sudden, for sure, you're going to be. Chavis assures us. A person will be able to be humble and lowly. It will become like second nature. It won't go away from it. And then finally, when a person is able to attach himself well to the trait of humility, he'll be able to distance away all of pride and arrogance and greatness that he thinks he is. Like we have already said. That's really what humility does to a person. When a person is humble, it saves him from chet. Two ways. First of all, the source of all chet, as the Vilna Gain writes in the Evan Shlema, is gaiva or taiva. That's the two sources of all chet is arrogance and desires. So if he is able to squelch gaiva, so then already he's already ahead of the game and saves himself from much sin. In addition to that, we saw before that a person has extra siyata deshmaya, extra ashkokoprotis when he is humble. So you know, Sumanachet, and this is the Ramban in the in the Geras Ramban says this clearly also. the says when a person will have a sense of yira, a sense of awe on him, levilti sachato, that he won't come to sin. 
And then, he ends with this Mishnah, which really we explained this whole Perak of these seven items on this list is really based, is really modeled with the Mishnah and Mesech the Savas. Chavazavavas tells us himself that's what it is. So let's learn the Mishnah. We don't have to explain it much because this is what we explain in all of the seven in the list over here. Know where you came from. Where are you going? Are we going to have to give a din and a cheshben? This din and cheshben, as the Vilna Gain says. Why did you do that? And at the same time, why didn't you do this? Well, at the same time we were doing sins, we could have done good things. Din and cheshben. From a small drop. Eventually everybody goes to the grave. While we still have time in this world, don't think that this world is us. Don't think we're so confident in this world. We use the time the best as we can. Utilize the time. Be humble. Realize that all of those people who want to be arrogant, let them be arrogant. We should be humble. We should be humble before Hashem. Because ultimately, who are we going to have to have an accounting before? When you come to Hashem, and Hashem is going to say, you know, you were very boastful down there. And Hashem says, I was in control the whole time. You should not have been the one promoting yourself as if you're doing it. So we're going to have to stand before Hashem, and hopefully we'll be able to say, Hashem, I knew it was you the whole time. I didn't take any credit for myself in my heart of hearts, even when people t- gave me credit, even when people told me, it's you, you're the great one, you're so powerful, you're so talented. In my heart of heart, I didn't believe it. And I said to myself, Baruch Hashem, Hashem is able to give me the ability to do things, to be able to affect other people, the ability to help other people. It's not my money, it's not my wisdom, it's not my strength, it's Hashem who's giving it to me. And if we truly believe that and go around like that, then we'll be able to stand before judgment in that day of reckoning proudly before our Kaddish Baruch Hu. A good Tanakh and a good Shabbos.